0: Hey everybody, it's Evangelist Andy. I want to welcome each and every one of you to the Street Disciples. Today's episode is entitled, Make It Make Sense, hashtag seven reasons why you should be fasting. Listen, there's a lot going on in the world right now, but thanks be to God that he left us this secret deadly weapon called fasting. So we're going to get into all the reasons why you should fast and the outcomes that happen from the Bible. So buckle up. Think about a reason you should fast. (laughs) It's time to dig deep. I hope you're ready. I want to congratulate everyone that completed their fast on today. I'm very proud of you. God is very proud of you. And you should be waiting and cheering on and interceding for those who still have their days to fast. Uh, All you have to choose is one day, either Thursday, Friday, and Saturday. It has to be eight consecutive hours. And you can break that down any way you want to. Instead of looking at, oh my God, it's eight hours, just take it two hours at a time. And whatever your why is or your purpose, whatever areas in your life that you want God to move and change, let that be your motivation. Say to yourself, enough is enough. I'm going to finish this fast because I need God to make a way in this area. And so you got to push yourself. You have to push yourself to devotion, and to prayer and meditation Uh, very, very clearly. uh, We had Midnight Miracles last night, and afterwards, of course, I prayed again, but that was on a personal prayer. And I asked God, how can I just make it simple for them so that we can all complete our first fast? So, here's what you do. While you are fasting, you need to be praying and meditating. Meditation is a key to, to this fast. You have to get somewhere and still your mind and spend some time with God. Whether it be uh, 15 minutes in silence or uh, 15 minutes of study, then 15 minutes of prayer. However you break it down, do it. Make it work. Make it make sense. Don't make it too hard on yourself. I'm telling you, if you look at it two hours at a time, three hours at a time, before you know it, you're, you're taking chunks out of the pie. Don't just look at, oh, it's all this time. Just take it one moment at a time. And if you're feeling weak, I will be your ABC. You are not alone. You're not alone. I'm still waiting to see where the prophecy is. Come on, y'all. This is interactive class. It's not just me sitting here talking and and all that. If you have questions, raise your hand. If you have comments, please comment. Um, I'll give you a hint. It's in the book of Psalms. Maybe that'll get you interacting, Or maybe that'll make you confident enough to know that you got the right answer. So it's somewhere. In the book of Psalms. So I just need one person to be brave enough and give me your answer. Where is the prophecy of Judas located? So we know it's Old Testament in the book of Psalms. Come on. (laughs) Come on, you guys. We could do this. Because I want to get into the different types of fasts just in case. Uh, and reasons for fasting before we start in Acts two. So it looks like y'all going on a silent mode today. So I'll just go ahead and go forth. Well, since y'all want to get quiet on me, this would be the perfect time to take a break. So what I'll do is we'll set the atmosphere before we dig deeper. Why don't you listen to Ya Life by Calix Steel Sick, a local Detroit artist? You can find his music on every music outlet. Check it out.
1: Welcome to the Yacht Life. Let me hear you go, y'all. It. I'm representing, not just for the blessings in it But I think it's detrimental and I highly recommend it That you get that in Yeah, like it's medicine, I'm heaven sent, Easy doesn't do it easy That's what I be doing Cause they know you keep me cold like the fluid I chew. excuse me, bless you Bless me, why bless you, why thank you Now we got the blessings flowing You can keep the message going up And hit the block and tell that greatest story ever told Tell them about the land in the streets that be paid to go I be walking barefoot, you can't even see my toes through my nostrils Even if they hostile I'm on here like apostles Bringing you the gospel the up by the council Yelling y'all so I you hear it ringing on my time so, It's that Iggy Blow Ain't no Billy Yolte The little big one took the market On his tricky toe. Running out of time, yo You can even see the sign It's world about the bone Like a bomb Let me Let hear you go, go. yo Shining like a black night, yeah. We rolling like a paradise, and I swoop through your hood like some bad nights, like a coupon. These with the twin pipes, my next kid, be on 10. You can it right. I welcome y'all to the walk, y'all life. They hardly ever want to talk about the Christ life, and when you do, there's lost like a tailpipe. Postman trying to give you better right forever. Hyper, yo, we never ever been a tail type. Richard Gap, abbreviated by the tail light. I need Black and white, black and audio, Obi-Wan Kenobiom. I put my lifesaver on the podium. Y'all sucky, cause we all through the earth like sodium. Put a dab of opium, on the tip of your tongue. That's what it's like when he comes. Let me your y'all. Appreciate you for the word, man. We appreciate you for being in our lives, man. Giving us the understanding, the knowledge, and the wisdom to be able to walk this thing out. Bring us up against the warfare, trials and tests of the enemy. Hey man, we have authority, man. We have dominion. Y'all, life, let's get it. Yah.
0: There are different types of fast that you can choose. You can either do a regular or a complete fast, which is you're completely abstaining from all food and drink. Um, or you can do a partial or a liquid fast, which means I'm not eating anything, but I'm going to be able to drink water and juice. Or you can do a fast from worldly desires, whether you want to give up coffee, TV, social media, Um, something like that but make it make sense look at how you spend the most uh, majority of your time uh, doing things whether I know since quarantine my Netflix attention has gone way up way up and so I find myself watching Netflix more often so Maybe you've been spending so much time watching Netflix that maybe you need to fast from watching Netflix for eight hours. And use that time instead of laying in the bed or the couch and just watching the TV. And take that time and just spend it with God. Meditate. uh, Study His Word. Think about um, all the things that you Are expecting God to do in those areas that you're fasting for, Um, prayer, meditation. Talk to your accountability partner. That your ABC. Use all the resources that you have to occupy your time instead of looking at what is being taken away. Don't look at fasting like, oh, I'm taking this away from my life. Instead, look at it as an opportunity to add something to your life. Because if I take away my hours of TV and I put in time of prayer as the substitute, then that's how you balance it off. Don't look at what you're not going to do. Look forward to the time and the communion with God that you will have. So, I see Kimberly has commented that it is in Psalms 109. That is one of the places where the prophecy of Judas is mentioned. So, notice I said that is one of the places. The other place where you can find the prophecy of Judas um, is in Psalms 41. So the first one is Psalms 41 and 9. And the second is Psalms 109 and 8. I am so happy that somebody was brave enough <laughs> to volunteer. So now that we have the different types of fast, did anybody fast today? Did anybody else fast today? I just want to know. Because I want to know how... How was it? What did you? Was it hard? Did you have temptation? Uh, Were, or was it a breeze? And you're like, man, that fast was easy. Or have you not started yet? (laughs) It's okay. Even if you did fast today and you feel like, oh, I didn't really do my best. There's always tomorrow. You can fast again. Because I'm fasting again. Because there are certain things. That I need God uh, some guidance in. so Or some uh, clearer hearing in. I'll say. Because <laughs> he probably done told me. I just didn't hear him right. Like, did I hear you correctly? So, I'm going to just fast again on some things. Um, I was also talking to another disciple. And as far as breaking down your eight hours. Uh, because she said, like... You know, I got a lot of areas that I wrote down that I want God to work on, and that's great. So this is what you do. Look at your areas and break them down. If you have uh, eight areas that you want God to work in, dedicate one hour to each different thing. So now you got an hour that you're fasting for. Finances, you got an hour that you're fasting for your career, you got an hour that you're fasting for your family. You can break it down however you need to, but you need to push through, you need to focus and dig deep and open your mouth if you need help. Reach out, I'll answer. (laughs) Okay, so here are if you are struggling or you can't decide. If your why is a good enough why, there are seven reasons why you can fast. The first reason is to prepare for ministry. You have to get to a certain place when you are preparing to be elevated or you're preparing um, to preach or teach. It's good to fast. It's good to fast because um, Jesus showed us uh, before he started in his ministry, the first thing he did was fast. And then he was tempted by uh, Satan when he fasted for 40 days. That was before he started, you know, ministering. And we see all the mighty, mighty things that Jesus did um, with fasting and praying. How much the power of God, the Holy Spirit, how much anointing he had. So... If you are preparing for your call, if you are preparing to uh, take ministry and and ministry doesn't have to be church based. OK, so like um, I love street ministry. I do, because that's where ministry is raw. <laughs> you know, you get to meet people in the element and. They are willing to tell you their real concerns or issues with Christianity and why uh, they may have walked away. You have to be covered for certain things. And remember, these Jesus said, these things come by nothing but prayer and fasting. There are certain things that you want to do in ministry, but you can't access it until you do the key of fasting. You can't unlock the door until you pray and fast. You can't um, receive that anointing until you pray and fast. So one of the reasons that you can fast is for um, to prepare for ministry, to prepare for your call. And if you want the scriptures of reference, um, it's located in Mark uh, 1, verses 12 through 13, Matthew 4 verses 1 through 17 and Luke 4 verses 1 through 14. Those are your scriptures of reference. I'll go back later, um, in Bible, after Bible class and I'll put, type in the scriptures and I'll also upload, um, a handout. It's a graphic with the different types of fast on it. So after Bible study, look for those things to be uploaded so that you can use them as reference for now, this first fast, and for future fast. Because God has already dropped in my heart what the next fast is going to be. And that one's going to require you to know people. So, <laughs> I can't wait for that one. So uh the next reason the second reason reason number 2 we're trying to figure out your why we're trying to narrow down your purpose for fasting the second reason is to seek wisdom from god okay so you may be you may have a lot of things going on in your life and you have choices and one may sound better than the other but you're wavering you're not sure which direction to take fasting can get you focused so that you can hear what the holy spirit is telling you to do he will direct you for the choice to make which interview to take which phone call to ignore and not call back because he knows even though they may pay more at this job it's a lot of more extra people that you'll have to deal with which will have you sitting at work like This money ain't even worth it. Job or no job, they ain't going to disrespect me. So listen to the Holy Spirit. Fasting can help you with wisdom. You need wisdom in every aspect of your life. So if you just need guidance, you need the wisdom, you should fast. Um, An example of this was mentioned by one of the disciples when we first started talking about fasting. That was in Acts 14 and 23 when Paul and... um, Barabbas uh, were at the elder installation and that was given by Lucienne. I had wrote that down. I want to let y'all know we pay attention to each other here. So if you're still like, "Mm, I'm not preparing for ministry, I'm not really seeking no deep wisdom. Here's another reason and a biblical um, evidence of fasting that is perfect for the time. The third reason why you can fast is to show God your grief. During this pandemic, uh, we've all experienced loss of some kind, whether it be loss of family member or friend or even co-worker or associate. We all know somebody who's lost somebody. So fasting while grieving Mhm. fasting while grieving this is one of the ways you can glorify through your grief you can fast while you're grieving first of all when let me be transparent when my cousin passed away i was not hungry i didn't want to eat nothing so many people who are grieving you're already fasting now here's the key put a purpose on it put a purpose on it Fast with a purpose. Don't just fast because you're sad. And if you're fasting because you're sad, your purpose should be so that your joy can be restored. Grieving and fasting actually do go hand in hand. There are many biblical uh, examples of people who grieved and fasted, okay? You know you don't have the appetite. You can't feed your physical body because you're hurting in your soul. So feed your spiritual body. Uh, Examples of that is Nehemiah. Um, In the book of Nehemiah, the first chapter, the first through the fourth verse, Nehemiah uh, showed his grief when the walls of Jerusalem were destroyed. You can... Okay. Okay. Here's another thing. I know people who are. Very spiritually sensitive. Uh, They have the gift of empathy. They can. Not only discern. Someone's spirit. And their soul. But they also. um, They also take on. Their emotional state. As well. So if. Um, they're near someone who is sad and crying they will begin to be sad and crying it's like they're so sensitive to what other people are are experiencing that they experience it as well and grief is one of those things because you know if you have someone of the same title pass away it makes you think about when that person passed away in your life for example if you are a widow and then one of your friends, their husband passed away, it break, it makes you remember when your spouse passed away. So, it's that empathy to grieve, not just for yourself. You can share grief with someone else. Um, that's why it's important to uh, beware of who you are connected to. You're... You're tied to people, you get bound to people, you have strongholds to people, okay, so your earthly connections with people are very much important, very much important. So if you are grieving right now, you can fast. You can fast um, for what you're expecting to happen um, as you prepare for home goings, as you uh, prepare for the day after. The day after is everything is all done, and you're looking as to do I have enough strength to get out of bed today without my loved one uh what when your mind gets to thinking of where are they now and and did they do enough to make it and am I doing enough to make it uh, focus your grief, focus your grief, and you can fast, you can fast. You confess. You, I, I see you, Diana. It is a gift and a curse. So Sometimes to be so spiritually sensitive to people. It's like when you know, you, as you learn the Holy Spirit and what he's capable of, you'll start paying attention to how he works in you. And so you'll get to know the warning sign of when the Holy Spirit about to have you move or if someone is uh, not saying some information to you and the Holy Spirit gets to whisper into you, you have to uh, constantly shield yourself. Because sometimes if you're in a crowd of a lot of people, sometimes that can be overwhelming to feel everyone's emotions. Like when we first started Midnight Miracles, it was because uh, the Holy Spirit, I had become... Uh, spiritually sensitive to the cries of God's people like I could hear crying I could feel tears even though I wasn't crying I could feel like the sorrow and the scared the fear I felt everything and I'm like oh Lord we need to pray and so it just started from being so sensitive to the grief and the confusion that everyone was experiencing that's how i know if everyone can, can can get on one accord with trusting god if we use that same energy and the world oh my god the things that could uh manifest from that from the power of faith in in the truth in god the, and how he works for us so as you uh pray and meditate during your fast ask god to help you tune up with the holy spirit help me show me like the man who had his son delivered i believe but help my unbelief help me in the times when i don't understand how did i know that that was going to happen let me tell you something many times when you're experiencing deja vu no 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 honey that's not deja vu okay you have already experienced whatever is happening in a spiritual realm and so then when it comes to fruition Then you feel that feeling, I done been here before. And most people, because they uh, allow the, uh, whatever the first experience was, you stay in that moment so long, you know the next thing that's going to happen. And so when I was younger, me and my friends would say, oh my goodness, I'm having a deja vu. And this is going to happen. And that's going to happen. So I need to do something Crazy that I didn't do when I first envisioned this so that this terrible thing doesn't happen. And and one time I told my friend, okay, uh, what's going to happen? And she was like, she wrote it down. And then I was like, don't do anything. And we'll see if you not doing anything makes it happen. So then she, when it was happening, what she envisioned, her mouth is like, and then she passed me the piece of paper and I'm like, next time you do something crazy so that it Because we actually witnessed a car accident. But I had not peeked at the paper of what was going to happen. She wrote it down in secret as a testimony so that I could witness what that gift was. Deja vu oftentimes is the Holy Spirit and the gift of prophecy. You have to remember. I said, with everything that God has, the world and Satan has an imitation of it. God has prophets and prophetess. The world has psychics, okay, and warlocks and susayas. Um Another here's a common example. Uh, we have Jesus. The world has Santa Claus. Jesus had twelve disciples. Santa Claus has 12 reindeer. Uh, Jesus is the tree of life. We put presents under a tree. You have to see the imitation. (laughs) Imitation is the sweetest form of flattery. But in this case, the imitation could cost you your life. Not just your earthly life, but your spiritual life. So we want to make sure that we're not eating imitation meat, that we ain't eating imitation bread, that we ain't eating uh, this low-calorie water. You know, they'll come out with something different all the time. Oh, this water has a better pH balance than this. The only water that is pure is the living water of Jesus Christ. Amen. <laughs> Alright, so in your grief, even in your grief, I actually encourage you to grieve and fast. Because you're not even going to have the desire to eat. And that will allow you to commune easier uh, with God and to hear Him during your meditations. So, that's reason number three. So, we have prepare for ministry, seek God's wisdom, and uh, during the time of grief. And... uh, I think I did share that scripture, if I didn't, it's Nehemiah 1, uh, first chapter, uh, starting from the first through the fourth verse. The fourth reason, the fourth why, the, what's your purpose? The fourth reason is to seek deliverance or protection. Now somebody, I know you got get that why, you got that purpose on it. You may need deliverance from certain habits, you may need... Protection from certain people. Uh, mothers with sons in America. Put that purpose in your fast. Uh, pro- you need be fasting for protection over these young men. Over all, all these people of color. hmm So, protection. You can fast to get protection. Here's a good example, okay? Uh... In in the book of Ezra, uh, the 8th chapter, 21st through the 23rd verse, um, they were traveling. So those of you who've been traveling to see family, they were traveling and they needed protection so that they would not be murdered during the way. You need protection. We just traveling. We just walking. We just jogging. We need protection along the way. You need to fast to cover your grandchildren. Fast to cover all the people of color. Fast to cover the city that is going crazy because somebody couldn't breathe and the police didn't care. You need to fast for protection. Uh, fast for your protection. Fast for their protection. because you <sighs> And deliverance. If you need to be delivered from something, you can fast. Uh, that's what uh, rehab is. You need to be delivered from substances. You fast from them. Uh, One method is cold turkey. uh, Where you immediately, immediately stop doing that thing. Some people believe in the wean yourself method. Uh, Like um, you see all the commercials. uh, Nicorette gum is supposed to wean you down off of nicotine. uh, Because certain substances, and this includes sin... Certain substances that you use, if you just stop it abruptly without the proper care from a physician, it could be de- uh, detrimental to your your health and your body because your body has gotten so used to certain things that you do. It has grown accustomed to certain places that you go. It's expecting to do some of the things that you've been doing. But when you fast, you have to bring that thing under submission. You page Dr. Jesus, the ultimate physician, and say, Lord, please commit me. Put me in. Sign the waiver. Put me in the 30-day program. Put me in the 8-hour program. And when I finish this... Something new is going to happen. I believe in you, Jesus. Page in, Dr. Jesus. You can fast for deliverance and protection. I I urge all parents of people of color, young people, everybody, pray and fast. Put protection on your list. Put it on there. We need protection. Everybody worried about protection and and the Second Amendment and getting your CCW. If you ain't got time to pull it, it don't matter if you had the the weapon. You need to be covered ahead of time. That protection that God gives you, it doesn't uh, just happen when you get to that place. It's called provision. He goes before you and makes sure that the way is clear for you. You better fast for some protection. Somebody, because we we still in lockdown, right? We ain't reached the date of completion, right? Pray for protection. Pray for protection over your household so that uh, when people get to acting up, they don't lock us down again, and then it's a more severe one. You ain't got to worry about the police patrolling, that National Guard, them armed forces to come through. So we need to already be prepared. I'm sorry it was a butterfly trying to come in the house and I was trying to determine was it where <laughs> Wait a minute butterfly you can get the word too so listen so for deliverance and protection you need especially the protection that young women need are so that they are not victims of sex trafficking. It happens to young men too. But they're more apt to kill the young man than to sell him off in the in the sex trade. For the young women, you need to be praying their protection against kidnappers, against uh, child molestation, against sex trafficking, against being um, imprisoned and held against their will. I'm talking about imprisoned in somebody's basement. I remember back in the '90s, like everybody was getting kidnapped, and all these missing kids. Um, a lot of them were being discovered. Ten, fifteen. What? What? Some three of them had been missing for like twenty years, and they come to find out, they at the bus driver house. Three of them just locked up. You need to pr- have protection over your children. Went. Pray for protection anytime they're not in your sight. Just let's just cover it that way. Pray for protection for these young women and these young men because growing up, I there was a young lady that I went to church with and she was kidnapped and she didn't make it home safely, okay? And that still affects me because she was my exact age and, you know, that was something major and it ain't changed You still see on the news where young ladies think you being slick. Going, tell your mama, I'm going, I'm going to Tree Tree House, ma. And then you and Tree Tree go over, you know, and then things get out of hand. And now mama don't know where you or Tree Tree is going. It's not worth it, young people. Um, With that situation that happened to that young lady as I was growing up, Here's, here's the transparency of it. Um, she ran away. Or she... <laughs> she wasn't where she was supposed to be at. And uh, she was taken. Okay? And she was missing for three days. On the third day, they found her. And she was not alive. I myself, being the same age as her, um, no more than six months after that, I ran away. I I ran away. And I went somewhere. And I was gone for three days. But by the grace of God, I came back and I was alive. It could have been so different. It could have been so different. It could... Mmm. Okay. Pray for protection for people. Ooh. My, my, my. Okay, the fifth reason. <laughs> the fifth reason to fast is to repent. <laughs> Look, if you know you ain't been doing what you're supposed to do. And your list of transgressions, you want God to forgive you and you are sincerely repenting, put that on your purpose. That is your why you're fasting. Lord forgive me for the sins of yesterday, today and tomorrow. Lord forgive me for my unbelief and I sin because I didn't believe there was punishment. Lord come on. Come on. You can you can fast um to repent. You can look fast and prayer. You pray the I would suggest if repenting is your um your focus your why this one of the scriptures that you need to um to meditate on is psalms 51 that is the prayer that david prayed when he was repenting to god for uh being with Beth, Bathsheba okay so his repentance was not just for adultery When he prayed this prayer of Psalms 51, he said, blot out all my transgressions. Even the stuff that I'm not even repentant for. Just blot everything out that I have done that was against you. And remember, because of that transgression, there was a child that developed. And then, see, sometimes, because your purpose is so good. That punishment that is owed to you, you you it goes to somebody else. Because God still needs you to fulfill your purpose, but it could pass down. Some of your punishments, I'm trying to tell you, some of your punishments didn't come to you. It came to your kids. Now, now somebody like, yeah, I'm about to fast to repent because I need that up off my kids. That. <laughs> Listen. Just like God can bless through generations, punishments come through generations too. Uh, Judas, when he um, bought the field uh, and and hung himself on the tree and committed suicide, there was cu- a curse placed not only on the land in which he committed suicide but it was also a curse on his family for future generations nothing would grow on that field because the uh betrayer's blood shed on that the blood field there was no crop would ever grow on this land uh anything that tried to plant on there it would it would uh It would be cursed. It would break down. Let you try to build your house on uh, Judas uh, land uh, in Michigan. This would be the example. You know that ain't the right property. All of a sudden, weather break out. Your house, the only house that's lifted up by a tornado. (laughs) Listen, nothing. That land was cursed. But we can break generational curses. You can break generational curses i don't care if everybody in your family dropped out of school in the 11th grade you can be the first to graduate and not only graduate you go to college and not only go to college you graduate you can set a new generational uh expectation of excellence just because they were what they were that don't mean you gotta be it So what every man in your family is the alcoholic. You'll discover one day you fast. God will make it that alcohol can't even sit on your tongue. You you just want some juice. I'm sorry I'm at the club and I just want some juice. Come on now. God's power (laughs) is stronger than anything. So if we just get in line with him and get on one accord with him. Then we'll start seeing the things in our lives get aligned. And one of the ways to do that is through fasting so after repentance the scripture for repentance uh, did i give you the scripture uh, for deliverance and and uh protection that's ezra 8 uh verse 21 through 23 and the verse for repentance of your example of that fast would be jonah the book of jonah i love jonah i preached my trial sermon out of jonah him and that great fish Uh, But Jonah, in this particular passage, uh, the fast is not directly connected to Jonah. The fast is a result of Jonah finally doing what God told him to do. Because remember, Jonah, uh, God told him to go uh, to Nineveh and he was like, no, I'm going to Tarshish. And (laughs) so he got on the boat being disobedient. And as soon as he got on the boat. The boat was in a storm. And it wasn't until they threw him over. That the seas was calm. The the uh, wind was calm. And then the great fish came. And swallowed him up. And it was uh, after. Being in the belly of the great fish. For three days. That the fish brought him up. It regurgitated him. Spit him up. And then he found himself. Right at Nineveh. Sometimes you try to avoid. I'm sorry. Because this point is for me. Sometimes you try to avoid certain things that you know that God is telling you to do. And no matter where you're trying to run to get away from it. You find yourself right where God wanted you to be in the first place. Yeah, that point was for me. See, the Holy Spirit talked and teach all of us. Okay? And and I know exactly why the Holy Spirit gave me that point. Because today, while I was fasting, I was also praying. and, And I had been listening for the word of the Lord. And it just came right now, the answer. Don't run. There's nowhere on earth that you can run to get away from God. He's everywhere. Okay? And he got messengers everywhere. And he has no problem dispatching them to you. I'm talking about you, Ray Jones. (laughs) So, that was for repentance. Now, here's another thing. Because since Midnight Miracles began, we have been declaring victory. And that is the sixth way, the sixth reason why you should fast. To get victory. This is what we all should... You want victory... In whatever situation you're pray, you're fasting and praying for the change to be, uh, you want victory over poverty. You want victory over singlehood. You want victory over adultery, fornication, against stealing, against lying. Whatever you need victory over, this this can help you. You can fast to gain victory. To gain victory in the book of Judges, the twentieth chapter. And the 26th verse. This one is, this is pandemic Rama right here. So the people, they were in a fight. They were in a fight for their life. Uh, every day they were fighting. And within two days, they had lost 40,000 men. So, in two days, out of all these good soldiers, in two months, out of all these good soldiers, it, it, we've been fighting. We've been on the in the army of the Lord, fighting every day, trying to hold up the blood banner. But yet, every time I turn around, the person that was fighting with me on this side, now they've gone on. There was somebody fighting with me right there. Now they're gone on. We look around, and 40,000 have perished. Now, somebody... Thank God for somebody. They was like, look, "Look, look here now. Uh we might need to uh check in with the Lord. Uh Lord, uh can you please help us in this battle? Look at what happens. I want you to seriously read this Judges 20 because after okay, so they were fighting for 2 days and 40,000 people died. Then they fasted and just for one day. See see how it, it it rolls together? They fasted for one day. And the next day after the fast, it says, God gave them victory. Imagine that. You was fighting a battle, you was on in the army of the Lord, and everybody around you. It seemed like every time you turned around, somebody else was lost. Somebody else passed away and and you said to yourself enough is enough I got to fast I got to talk to God Lord can I have the victory in a pandemic and it says the next day they God gave them victory that's why he only won one day he only won eight hours for one day because if you give him the eight hours the he can do a next day what would your next day be <laughs> If you got several different things, just imagine every next day was something moving in the area that you're fasting for. That next day, something unexpected happened, an extra blessing. And the next day, come on, come on, come on. You got to make it through your one day so you can get through the next day. That was for somebody. (laughs) That was for somebody. Okay, that was the sixth one. And there's one more. And then we about to head to Pentecost right quick. Uh, we only got 12 minutes. Should I wait? Should I wait? Uh, we'll see what we can do. So, the seventh reason why you should fast. I like this reason, too. Is to worship God. Sometimes you don't, you don't even need Him to do nothing. You know, them moments ain't all the time. <laughs> But you see, you see, like, okay, well, I'm good in this area. I'm good in that area. But you just want to get closer to God. You can fast. You don't have to fast because something's going on. You could just fast because you love the Lord. Fasting to get to know God, to worship Him. You can find that in Luke 2 and 37. I thought this was... Uh, really funny because when we had sneak peek yesterday this was uh pretty much brought up <laughs> on me so <laughs> it was funny to me that the last reason would be the one it is it was it's in Luke 2 and 37 and it's talking about Anna the prophetess why her name got to be Anna <laughs> Look, I see God in everything. Her name is Anna. And she was a prophetess. And at this time, she was uh, 84 years old at this. So I'm going to read it. Uh, that's the first chapter. Sorry about that, guys. And 37. There it is. So I'll start... Okay, so I'll start at verse 36. And there was one Anna, a prophetess, the daughter of Fennel, of the tribe of Aser. She was of a great age and had lived with the husband seven years from her virginity okay so she got married and she was only married for seven years before he passed away and um back in that day that's why it says the age of her virginity because back then people really was worthy to wear white (laughs) at weddings they believed in waiting before marriage so after seven years of marriage then he passed away and verse 37 excuse me and she was a widow of about four score and four years. How much is a score? Ah, oh, that's about to be homework. <laughs> And that's important to know because there's a specific number of years that the Bible says that God has given us. And it's a certain amount of scores. Okay, so that's how <laughs> What's the score? Okay. And how much time are we promised here on earth? It's in the Bible. It says a specific number. So, I'm, I'm just making notes so I can remember <laughs> What the homework was. I think I'm going to do a live tomorrow too. Um, just to try to get to Pentecost. Because I don't want to hold you long today. Um, close, Kimberly. Close. Close. Yeah, that's about to be homework. I got to get y'all to look for that. Um. So. Where was I? In verse 37. So we're in Luke, the second chapter. We're in verse 37. Okay. Uh, Which departed not from the temple. So after her husband had passed away, she went and set up house in the church. She went straight to Jesus. Okay. To the Lord. uh, To God. And um, it says, but serve God with fasting and prayers night and day. So as long as she had been a widow, she has been at the altar of God, fasting and praying day and night, day and night. That's all she did. Verse 38. And she coming in that instant gave thanks likewise unto the Lord and spake of him to all of them. That looks for redemption in Jerusalem. Now the reason why we are introduced to Anna. And also in a few verses before that. It is Simon. Um, This is when. uh, This is Jesus's christening. So this is uh, the second chapter of Luke. So Mary and Joseph go to the temple to get their baby dedicated. Because according to the Jewish law. Remember, now look, here's some Bible background. Jesus is Jewish. He was raised Jewish. Okay, so the Jewish custom is now watch how this connect. The Jewish custom is that after a child is born eight days later, you take that child to the temple and the priest will uh, dedicate it and present your child to the Lord. Okay, eight days Days later. How many hours you got to fast? Eight. Eight is the number of new beginnings. Okay. So Jewish custom. Mary and Joseph take Jesus to the temple to get dedicated. Simon. God had made him a promise. The Simon that's mentioned in this part. God made him a promise that he would not die until he saw the Lord. Okay. So here it is. Jesus is just born and he's eight days old. And when Simon sees him, he's like, "Uh, oh, I I can I can go and be with God now. I have seen the Savior." Can you imagine those of you that just had babies or know someone that eight days later somebody like, "That's the risen Savior." If they had not al- if Mary had not already received the message from the Holy Spirit which came upon her, okay, that she had been Uh, favored by God, then she would not have received what Simon said. She would not have accepted it. But because she had already been having conversations with God, and that she's the favored woman, that's why the Catholic people have Mother Mary up here. Because the Bible says that she is favored above all women. Okay? I'm trying to... We're going to connect here. So, once he saw baby jesus he was pleased that he could now go and be with the lord and then anna while because she ain't left the church since her husband died okay so now that she sees the she's in tune she's a prophetess and once she saw him she said oh yeah that's the lord <laughs> that is the, i've been waiting for the day that I could see the Lord, and that's our motivation—that one day we will see the Lord—and there's ways that we can survive, we can sur- we can conquer the day. And so there he is, and she's there, and she realizes that that is Jesus, <laughs> and she was so happy about it. And verse forty in this chapter says, after he got blessed, after he got dedicated. Christenings are more than just your baby being in a white outfit and everybody. There's a purpose to it. It You're presenting your child to God just as, uh, who is that? Solomon, not Solomon, Samuel's mother, I believe. Ooh, I, I'm getting mixed up with the S's. Okay, there was a mother that was barren. She asked the Lord, if you give me a, a son, a male child It might be Samson, (laughs) that I will give him back to you. Yes, it's Samson. And no hair on his head shall ever be cut because his strength, you know, God strengthened him, you know. So she had fulfilled her part, and Samson did not cut his hair until, you know, Delilah. She found out what his weakness was. All right, I'm looking at y'all. I'm. I'm I'm looking at y'all answers. And Diana, you have it. The score is 20. 20, yes. So now, if you are promised blank score and 10, now you have to take that number. You got to do some Bible math. That number times times 20 plus the 10. Now, how many years is God promising us on earth? Now, if you know someone that is over that age that God has promised us, that person is now living in grace. It is by grace that they are exceeding the life expect, the biblical life expectancy. Because one of the punishments for uh, the fruit, you know, eating that fruit, was our, our days were shortened. Okay? People used to live to be 900 and and all of that years old. Now, look, the life expectancy now is less. Okay? And I mean, 10 years ago, we were living longer. But now, with the murder rate, and I'm not talking about black on black. I'm talking about with authorities killing people. The life expectancy, you're right, Lucienne. I see you. The life expectancy of any person of color we lucky if the young men make it to 25 we're lucky if the young women uh, make it to college because high school is that that time so we have to be thankful for the time that the Lord gives us no matter how much or how short because some people I've seen people I've seen babies uh, pass away and not like seeing them take their last breath, but been at their funerals. And those babies had more of an impact of of bringing people to Christ than sometimes, you know, the 80-year-old person. Because all that people is already you know so we have to cherish no matter how much time we have make the most of your time it's only eight hours just think of how good god is gonna bless in that area push yourself motivate i don't care what they trying to get you to do you got to tell yourself enough is enough nope i can't do this because i'm trying to focus on that and once that comes to pass we might holler later, but right now I got to focus on God. I got to focus on myself. This is your me time, mothers who've been saying, "I need some time to myself." I can't. These kids all in the house all the time. My time off used to be when they was in school. Now the school is at home, and I just ain't got no time. The bathroom ain't even safe no more. They just walking in on me. This is how you take time for yourself. This is your self-healing moment when you fast and dedicate and get alone with God. Get booed up with Jesus for a moment, okay? This is your self-check, your self-tune-up. Because some of us just been going, 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 and we ain't stopped yet. And, and this is your moment. Your meditation time is your moment to stop. You can't be so focused on the journey sometimes that you don't see... How far you come? You don't see how strong you are. you just ready to go, go, go. Hold on, God. Slow down now. Take a moment. <laughs> breathe. <laughs> you can't run all day, every day. You got to breathe sometime. You got to take some water sometime. You got to rest sometime, okay? So this is our moment of taking time for ourselves to make sure that we are in right standing with God before we... Uh, or as we continue to reach for others to pull those who are in the darkness into the marvelous light of god you can do this i'm be encouraged you can do Hey everybody, thank you so much for tuning in to The Street Disciples. If you have any questions or comments, please feel free to leave me a voice message at anchor.fm backslash Street disciples backslash message. I'll answer. Trust me, I will. If you have a question about something you've heard on a previous podcast, or you have an idea for another one, please feel free to leave me a message. If you would like to support the ministry and Street Disciples, you can do so at anchor.fm backslash street disciples backslash support. I appreciate any and every support um, and I pray special blessings on anyone that supports this ministry. If you are on Facebook and you would like to join the private group Street Disciples, please look it up in the search. And it has the same uh, graphic as the podcast. We're going to discuss uh, previous episodes and any questions that you may have in your real life now so thank you for supporting me the street disciples and to god be the glory have a great evening